Have you ever dreamed of one day owning your own business, but just don't know where to begin? Then you've tuned into the right show. On All Things Franchising, you will hear from top national franchisers, successful franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, and others who support this fast-growing business model. So grab a cup of coffee and pen and notepad because you will want to capture the invaluable information you hear on today's show. And now, here is your host, Linda Ballesteros. Hey folks, welcome to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros, and I am your host today. I'm so honored when you're able to carve a little time out of your busy day to spend with me. So today, we're going to be talking about the window treatment industry read a little bit about it, and let me just tell you about this. The window covering market size is expected to reach $36.8 billion in 2025, increasing at a rate of 4.2% between 2020 and 2025. The latest trend in window treatment is the ability to connect to smart home technology. So, folks, this ain't your mama's curtains we're going to be talking about today. So my guest today is Paul Lindenberg, and he is the president of Gotcha Covered Franchise, which helps consumers and businesses across the U.S. and Canada find the right window treatment for their style and their budget. Please help me in welcoming Paul to the show. Hey, Paul, welcome to the show. Oh, my gosh, Linda, so happy to be with you today and looking forward to our conversation. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So, Paul, window treatment has changed since my mama used to put curtains up on <laughs> in everybody's room. So that's a little bit different than, than what we're talking about today. Before we get started on that, Paul, tell me a little bit about your background and why you were drawn to Got You Covered. Sure, I'd be happy to. Well, I have kind of a shady past, Linda. I was uh, have a marketing degree, uh, spent a lot of my career in sales and marketing before connecting with our founder and CEO, Vic Yosha, and he brought me on board uh, about 12 years ago as the VP of marketing, helping us to grow the, the Gotcha Covered brand. Uh, that was just before the bottom dropped out in 2008. So it was a really mm-hmm. interesting time for me. I, I got to think, start thinking that I was the, the biblical story of Jonah and the whale, where Jonah gets on board and, <laughs> and all progress stops. I started to think that that was me and they were going to toss me overboard. But <laughs> we, we survived for a few lean years. And, and uh, what ended up happening is, is we kind of had a rebirth from the the strong the strong that had survived those times was the foundation kind of like a phoenix rising from the ashes that was got you covered starting in 2009 10 and and now we're we're kind of on a roll uh, adding um growing our system responsibly bringing in very good owners into the gotcha covered system that's mm-hmm. kind of our focus mm-hmm. to grow responsibly so you're right uh, it wasn't it's not your mama's or or your dad's uh window treatment <laughs> so much anymore it's uh yeah. it's very different these days and your your comment about the connected the smart home is so topical because that's exactly what's going on in our industry now the proliferation of smart devices 
um, around primarily Google and Alexa. They're more plug and play. They're e they're, there's more of them. They're less expensive. You can kind of mm -hmm. do it as, as a homeowner. And so that is a major opportunity that we see in Gotcha Covered. And we, we promote mm -hmm. that. We train our owners. We support them to help identify those, those homeowners and those opportunities for that smart, that connected home. So, Paul, tell me just a little bit about what the services look like when I call Gotcha Covered. Um, what what happens? Where does that start? And what can I expect when um, a franchisee comes out to my home and talks to me about window covering? Yeah, I'm glad you asked. So on the consumer side, their experience is going to be, they're going to see a very consultative gotcha covered representative or design consultant meet them at their home or office. And this is what we teach. It's infused in our culture. It's how we operate. We take that consultative approach where our owners want to understand as fully as possible what the needs and challenges and obstacles are for that homeowner. What are they trying to achieve? Then from there, it's it's uh, it's an educational process, tied back to those those challenges and those goals. Well, so maybe it's um, maybe it's a window treatment above a bathtub that's hard to get in and, and operate. Uh, maybe they have elderly parents in the home; they can't operate things. Maybe there's a high window. Maybe there's children or pets in the in the home, and they need to talk about cord safety, privacy, security, light control, heat control, all those kinds of things. Our owners want to understand the full picture, and then we go down the road of, hey, based on what you just told me, I think this product could be a good fit for that window in that room. What do you think? So we're kind mm. of collaborating with them every step of the way so that when we kind of work through that process, there, there's no surprises. We've really arrived at the solution together. The, the camaraderie, mm -hmm. the, the trust has been built along the way so that by the end of that, again, it's, it's a partnership. And from there, it's mm -hmm. just, you know, just deciding on, well, do you like option A, option B, here's the pros and cons of each, here's what we need, need to do to get started, and, and let's get on the way, and let's do this. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm thinking, Paul, that a lot of the houses um, have a, windows from, from top to bottom, and um, I have seen the window treatment in, in the top ones because there are times that the heat is just a – a little too much, especially I live in Texas. I think it's pretty mm -hmm. hot in the fall. Right, right. So are there are there window treatments that that would be adjustable even though they are that high up? Yeah, sure. There are window treatments. So, again, going back to there's more than just blinds. And, and when our owners get into this business, there's even though we prepare them for this, like, hey, this is more complicated than you might think, mm -hmm. they still – come into the business and, and after we talk to them after their initial training, we say, well, okay, how's it going? They're like, I can't believe there's so much in this industry. So mm. yeah, there are so many options that are motorized or just manually operated. I uh, just a year ago upgraded my window treatments to uh, a top down bottom up scenario so that I can uh -huh. lower the window treatment from the top keep the bottom closed so that I have privacy, but I can still look out. I still get sun and I can look out without people seeing me in my, in my PJs kind of a mm -hmm. thing. So yeah, there's all mm -hmm. kinds of, I mean, if anything for the interior of a window, if it can be done, if it's out there, we're doing it for our clients. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And so when your when your um, franchisees are consulting with the uh, the consumer, that's certainly a different conversation than they would have with businesses, so to speak. So what does that look like? Yeah, in the in the commercial world, it's really the the nature of products are are much more limited. It's usually a roller shade or window film. Sometimes there can be those aluminum blinds we remember from from when we were younger, Linda. Yeah. Uh, those metal yep. aluminum one inches. Yeah. Uh, so there's that's that's really the scope in the commercial world. When you get to the residential side, that's where you can do so many different things. And when you think about shutters or blinds or cellular shades, um, all those things, a wide range of options, colors, fabric materials light control, heat control, and and then you get into the soft side of the business, which is the curtains, the drapes, those kinds of things. And there it's 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 truly an infinite selection because it's it's whatever the mind can create uh from a from a design perspective, from a functionality, from a fabric. There's just literally an infinite number of choices. So it's it's a big universe and our job as owners, uh, as got you covered, is to find that solution that works for the owners and, and honestly, or for the homeowner. And honestly, it can be overwhelming uh, mm-hmm. because you, you know we we come into the home, and the homeowner a lot of times really just knows about blinds or maybe a couple other things. And then we we try to be careful about this, but when we talk about other options, uh, we we just make it careful to know that. We don't want to be anybody to be paralyzed by analysis, but there's we, we do want to expose them to let them know that it's just not just blinds anymore, and let's talk about the smart home and all those things that we help consult them with, ultimately helping them find the solution that's right for their needs and their style and their budget. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit more about the franchisee. When you are looking for at prospective franchisees, are you looking for maybe a – um, maybe a designer or maybe someone who has been in a similar industry, a decorator. Uh, do they Are those the ones that you're looking for that make a great franchisee? Well, I, I don't want to um, discourage any of those people from asking about or inquiring about Gotcha Covered. But the truth is that if I was ever presented with two candidates and one of them was a, a high-level designer, and another was a business person, or even a homemaker, or, or somebody that's uh, outside of that world. Generally, I would I would want that other person. Again, not that we and we do have some designers or people with design experience in our in our system, but this is about it's a business, right? And so we're we're creating income and equity for our owners. That's first and foremost, um, but we're doing it according to a lifestyle that they want. So we have a ton of flexibility in how you operate. It got you covered business. And then when you then the third thing is is that design aspect. It's tickling your brain for those people that are those designers. And for those that have that, it's great and it's wonderful. It's about the most fulfilling thing you can kind of do if you have that mentality. But it's not the first or even the second thing that we talk about. It's it's the other things. Can you know, are you are are you a hard worker? You know, can you follow a plan? Uh, do you are you good at building relationships? Those are much much more important than that designer uh, side. So, 
when you look at the kind of the preconceptions about our business, that's one of them is, oh, I really have to be a designer. The other one is, oh, I have to be handy with a hammer. I need to know how, how a drill works. And neither one of those are, are true. Uh, again, most of our owners uh, d come to us without any design experience, and the vast, vast majority of them hire installers. There's, there's an industry of window treatment installers. This is what they do. We'd rather have our owners out there working with our clients versus climbing up ladders and installing the window treatment. So just wanted to throw that other sort of preconception mm -hmm. out there as well. Mm -hmm. So if I come in and maybe I am a homemaker or an empty nester um, and I'm going through your training, what kind of training do you have for me, Paul? Because I don't have the experience that I would need uh, initially, to start a Got You Covered franchise. Yeah, it's it's been well honed over the years. Uh, the, the the my right hand person, Lori Tobia, she has built. She was in the field as a franchise owner for ten years, nine and a half. She's now been at corporate for nine and a half plus. So she just kind of passed the the halfway point. Uh, she's done a very good job of building that for our owners, recognizing that it's it's really best for us to bring people that don't have experience because then they can take the skills they have in their lives, whether it's following a plan, it's people that are social or, again, like building those relationships. And then we teach them. It's a very sort of phase approach. We have a, a week uh, of initial training, sort of classroom style. Then there's some in-home training. Then there's advanced training. And every step of the way, we're holding their hand, making sure that they get up and running as quickly as possible, learning product, learning marketing, learning our technology platform, touching on QuickBooks and electronic payments and sort of business operations and all of those things. It's a very comprehensive plan that uh, that we've just honed over the years. And it's really, really effective at taking people without any industry experience and, and turning them into you know, legitimate, powerful, successful, gutch-covered business owners. Mm -hmm. Now, is this a brick-and-mortar concept? You know, it can be. It can be. And we have um, a handful, 10% of our folks have grown into that. We we accept that and we'll support that. But starting out, we've we've never allowed anybody to, to, to launch a business as a retail storefront because retail in our world – is, is not about uh, foot traffic. It's, it's about a place to bring your clients and your prospects into. So it's, it's different than what you would consider classic retail. So our owners, they come, they come on board and, and everybody has their own view of success. And, and for those that want to want to have that storefront, we, we give them the path and the training and the support every step of the way to help them grow into a storefront should they choose to do that. So you encourage them to start off as a home-based business? Uh, yeah, I would say we even require that, uh, Linda, be mm -hmm. because it's important mm -hmm. to learn the business. We don't want anybody overextended. We don't want anybody taking on more than they can chew. And, and to put themselves behind the eight ball and, and, and really affect their chance for success, that's the last thing in the world we would want. Yeah, yeah, totally understand that. Right. And so the the next question that is usually asked is, where do they get their clients? Is that something you help them with initially? 
It, it is. We have uh, what we call an omni-channel marketing program. That's a fancy marketing buzzword. Feel free to use it. Anybody <laughs> else that's listening can use it. I uh, have to use the buzzwords. Uh, so we mm-hmm. have we have a lot of things that we do at the corporate side. Our website's great. We have uh, Facebook. We have social media. We have Instagram, LinkedIn, Google My Business. We have a whole suite of corporate marketing strategies and tactics, a whole suite of tools that they can use locally or individually so they they get some input into what they want uh to how they want to market not every mm-hmm. market's the same we don't want to treat every market the same so uh, our our ad fund contribution is relatively low compared to a lot because we think that their their ability to make marketing decisions locally is important and then i mentioned earlier a couple of times that that ability to uh, to create social networks and, and connectivity and to build relationships, that's a really important part of a successful gotcha-covered owner. So anybody that's out there thinking about becoming a business owner in general or even with gotcha-covered, that's really important because we, we expect and we want our owners to be the co-face of gotcha-covered, and, and that happens by – networking, it's chamber of commerce, it's leads groups, it's, it's just reaching out and being involved in your community. That in, in combination of all the other things that we offer, that's the, the winning formula for our, our Gutch Covered owners. Mm-hmm. Now, is there an opportunity for a Gotcha Covered franchise to build uh, referral partners? And if so, who would that be? Yeah, that that's... Um, that that's core. That actually, when we talk to candidates and um, who are interested or considering gotcha covered, and I and I present this to them personally, that's the thing we start with. That is the foundational marketing strategy. It's that it's those marketing partners that become a source of ongoing referrals. So that's so we find them through the chamber, through the the leads groups, through tie-ins to builder associations, and realtor associations. Uh, every year we do a survey from of our owners and we ask them that question: Who are your top referral partners and and I'll just to give you a small example the last several years running the top answer has been interior designers and realtors we've tied kind of it's been a head to head tied for those two so those are two of the two but we have um we have owners that get most of the or the vast majority of the referrals from hairdressers or attorneys hmm. or home theater companies there's probably a list of 30 different kinds of uh, ref- referral partners that our owners have worked with and continue to work with. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because my belief is a referral partner is like magic dust on your business. Ah, it's the best. It's gold. <laughs> it's gold. Yeah, it, it is. Truly, it is. Yeah. truly is. So, so, truly so is. when I say your ability to, to create and build relationships is important, I, I would say that the converse is also true. If, if you're yeah. – if the thought of that, you know, makes you anxious and if it's kind of the last thing that you'd want to do, then, you know, it's it's just going to be a harder harder way to make that happen. It's not as much of a natural fit other than those that, that really do want to get out there. They get up every morning and say, hey, I want to go talk to people about my business. That's mm-hmm. the kind of person that's a great fit for Gotcha Covered. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it sounds like you're building a picture, you're painting a picture of a – solopreneur type of business with an installer on the side. Can it grow past that? Yeah, you bet. Uh, so there's a couple steps from single owner operator to storefront. There's, mm-hmm. I don't know, multiple iterations of that. There's, hey, I'm hiring my sister 
uh, well, there, first of all, there's my spouse or my partner is going to help me behind the scenes while I'm out selling. Mm-hmm. They're going to manage the books for me. And, th- and then it could be, hey, I'm going to hire a bookkeeper. I want to hire an office manager part-time, or, or I'm going to hire a salesperson to go out and promote for me. And then it's another salesperson. And then it's my, a full-time installer on my staff. And mm-hmm. so it's rarely f- directly from a single owner operator to a storefront it's usually it's usually an evolution they get there kind of organically and that's the way we like to see it again mm-hmm. letting that letting that grow naturally so that it's a lot more manageable mhm absolutely i'll tell you what paul we're at the point where i need to take a commercial break but i love stories do you happen to have some stories that you could share with us that uh, might give us a better idea of uh, more about Got You Covered? Yeah, absolutely. Be happy to share that with you after the break. Great. Folks, we'll be right back after this commercial break with more about Got You Covered. Do you know a family fighting cancer? The Jest Foundation nonprofit was founded right here in Katy, Texas, by cancer survivor Michelle Perzan whose vision is to assist those currently fighting by providing grants to help support family needs, whether spiritually, emotionally, or financially. Michelle and her family know all too well that there comes a time when the day-to-day needs we take for granted become impossible. Just Foundation has been able to bless 100% of the applications submitted, and now they need your help. Find out more by going to JustFoundation.org. House Talk Radio. Join Tony and Wendy Gambone on House Talk Radio, where they talk all things house. From tips on home repairs and remodeling to best practices on buying and selling a home, hiring contractors, home loans, and insurance, as well as decorating ideas and how to get the most bang for your buck. If you would like more information about House Talk Radio, go to housetalkradio.com. Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. Linda Ballesteros is a catalyst to becoming a business owner through franchising. Whether you are looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, change your lifestyle, allowing you to enjoy the fun things in life, or if you're looking to build a legacy that will support your family for years to come, contact Linda today to start the process of being your own boss. Linda at EmpowerFranchiseConsulting.com, 832-640-4922. Hey folks, welcome back to All Things Franchising. I'm here with Paul Lindenberg with Gotcha Covered. So when we broke for commercial break, Paul, you told me you might have some stories for me. Well, I have a lot of stories, but I'll tell you a G-rated one, uh, Linda, and it's about a um, <laughs> it's about a franchise owner that comes to my mind as, as we talked about a lot of the things we just went over. And his name is Cliff Oberg, he, and you can find him. He's an active franchise owner of ours. He joined Gotcha Covered, I'm going to say 2013-2014, straight out of the Air Force. Uh, He was an Air Force veteran, had no sort of business experience other than what he did in the Air Force. And he retired from the Air Force, and he moved to a brand-new market in Tampa, Florida. I think he had been there, but he didn't know anybody. He had no connections, didn't know the lay of the land, no networking partners, no referral partners built in. He just kind of moved there cold. He had, again, growing up in Montana, the thought had excited him. Mm. Let's get to Florida. 
So he goes to Florida. We train, you know, comes to training, goes through all that, gets back into his territory, and he just starts the process. And most of our franchise owners have spent at least some time in their market, so they have, they know who the realtors are, or the stores, or, mm. or you know, where the where the communities are that are likely to be good customers. So, so Cliff knew none of that. But what he did is he got into the market, he he started following the plan, he remained uh, you know high level of activity, and he just he just persevered, he persisted, and he, there were some some bad days for Cliff. There was some there was a roller coaster, and eventually he started to see progress, and he started to see this all come together, and that was reinforcing to him. So he kept going and just kept at it, and eventually Cliff became the the person that opened up a storefront the soonest in the history of our company. He grew his business wow. so quickly that he, he got there before anybody else in our in our company's history. He became a perennial um, award winner uh, in our top ten, so I got to bring him on stage and give him a plaque every year. And then earlier this year, Cliff came to us and he said, hey, I really don't like Florida that much after all. I want to go back to my roots. And can you guys help me out with that? So uh, we said, of course, Cliff, this is about, you know, this chapter in your life and whatever we can do to help you, you know, achieve the things you want to achieve. So Cliff ended up selling his gotcha covered business to another gotcha covered business owner who was in the close proximity. Uh, And so then Cliff moved out to Montana, his hometown, and now he's starting all over again. Of course, he knows the business very well, and it's his hometown, so he knows that. And we don't uh, think it's going to be very long before Cliff finds uh, success again in our gotcha coverage system. But but we think that that says a whole lot about who we are and the success that people can find. Number one, that another owner thinks so highly of gotcha covered, they bought another business, and that Cliff retiring from an area could have done anything that he wanted to do, but he decided that getting back into the gotcha covered family was the right thing for him. So we're thrilled about that. We think it's a great story that says so much about who we are and and, and our owners and, and our opportunity. Absolutely. You know, Paul, one of the things that um, is great about the franchise model is that you've always got support. You've always got somebody um, in your in your corner. So when something comes up and you raise the flag up the pole, then somebody's there to help. And that doesn't happen when you start your business from scratch. So like you guys were able to really coach him in um, in an area of networking and getting into the community that he wouldn't have, it would have taken him years to have gotten through that on his own. That's exactly right. And, you know, when he moved out to Montana, he could have started his own one, Cliff's Window Treatment Company. He could have done yep. that. Uh, the, the non-compete didn't extend you know, from Florida to Montana. But the fact that he chose to remain in our system, it, it, I think it does say a lot mm-hmm. about, you know, the way our staff and the branding and the opportunity and all, and all those things that are part of Gotcha Coverage. So we're pretty proud of yeah. that. Yeah, love that story. Yeah, love that story. So... Very good. Well, um, Paul, if somebody is listening now and they want more information, you've got their attention and they want more information about Gotcha Covered and being part of the Gotcha Covered team, 
where would they go to get that information? Yeah, great question. Thanks, uh, Linda. I, I would just recommend to go to our franchising website. It's simply gotchacoveredfranchising.com. Uh, we've designed that site to be very user-friendly. It's uh, very conversational. There's videos from our owners that, you know, we, we don't need to promote Gotcha Covered. We, we kind of let our owners do that for us. But on that website, you can find videos about specific topics. It can be, hey, about, you know, how is this a family business? Tell me about the, the flexible lifestyle. Tell me about the income potential. And it's kind of broken out into the most commonly asked for topics. And then there's videos from our, our corporate staff. There's customer reviews. There's all kinds of stuff. And if you like what you see there, just fill out the form or call the, call the number, and, uh, you know, we'll just start the process of, of educating you more about who Gotcha Covered is. Yeah, love it, love it. We're down to those final three questions here, Paul. The first one is, if there's someone listening who's considering purchasing a franchise, what would you suggest that they do to prepare for the process? Yeah, I I think that um, that's relatively straightforward. Of of course, it's exploring, it's uh, it's learning from the, the franchise themselves, it's talking to existing franchise owners that's critical um i'll I'll give a a helpful hint maybe this is worth the the price of the call today or the the interview today i would recommend that uh, candidates visit the the website and try of that company and and see what the the customers think about them and I'm a little self-serving in this answer, Linda. I, I'm going to be honest with you because uh, one of the things that we're pr- most proud about at Gotcha Covered is our online reputation. Across mm-hmm. the history of our company, all time and locations, we have a 4.9 out of 5-star reputation. We're mm-hmm. not aware, and I'm happy to hear if there are other companies our size that, that have this kind of reputation, but we're really proud about it. it thinks, we, we think it speaks to the caliber of the people in our systems, of the training and the support we give them, and all the other aspects of Gotcha Covered, our technology and those kinds of things. But I think that uh, uh, the, the online reputation will tell you a lot about that company. Mm-hmm. Are they serving their customers well? Um, you know, Because I think anybody wants to associate themselves with, with a good brand, and I think that's the best way to, to see if that company really is a good company. So that's what I would recommend for anybody that's exploring franchise ownership. Yeah, most definitely. See what the see what people are saying about that right, particular right. brand. That's important. Right, that that's the that's the unfiltered stuff. I think from corporate yeah. you can you can get a rosy picture from franchise owners that's that's more realistic, but I think that that uh that online reputation, those customer reviews, I think that tells you the the real story as well. Yeah, most definitely. So the question, the next question here is, what are two traits? And I know you've mentioned this in in the interview today, but what are two traits that make a successful franchisee? Yeah, I, I mentioned several, and I'll just kind of go back to those because it, it is that ability and a desire to build relationships, and that's why we have several in our top performers and, and in our system that we're homemakers or we're teachers that that didn't have the business experience and that's fine, but they were plugged into their communities and they were really social and they just transferred that skill. They learned the business and then it was smooth sailing from there. So it it is that sort of social aspect. That's a critical part of gotcha covered. And then Mm -hmm. from there, I would say it's a work ethic, 
Uh, it's a high, having a high level of activity again, getting up in the morning. We're, we're not going to, you know, there's, we're not your boss. So, you know, you, mm-hmm. you get up in the morning and you work and we're going to help you figure out what, what to do, but we can't create the motivation for you. So if you, if you bring that to us, we're, we're going to find a way to make you successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a very good point. Um, you're not their boss. That's exactly right. 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 And if you need yep. a boss to, to motivate you, <laughs> then I suggest that you go get a job. Because that's right. having yeah, your own yeah. business is not for you. That's right. That's right. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. And, and it's, good to, it's good to it's good to realize that if, if that's what it is for anybody listening, it's really good to know that. Right. Absolutely. So the final question here is, what does the future of franchising look like? Well, I, I think it's as, as rosy as ever. I think that when you look at franchising as Really, at the end of the day, it's a way of of promulgating successful business models. How can you go wrong with franchising? Uh, they're tried and true. They're proven, and um, and and there's there's nothing but upside for franchising. I know a lot in the service industry took a hit recently, but hey, we're coming back. We're going to come back strong, and there's nothing but. Um, but good opportunity in, in the franchising world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I feel the same. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things I had not mentioned asked you earlier, Paul, is uh, for those of you listening, this is October the fifteenth of twenty twenty. So that pandemic thing <laughs> is still going on out there. We're not sure where we are, but it's still out. It's still a thing. Yeah. So um, how did that impact your franchisees during that period of time? And what did you guys do to support them? Yeah, there, there's a long answer there, but I'll try to just keep it short. Uh, well, we adjusted. We adjusted very quickly. Once it became real, I think we all have our moments of remember when. To me, I was I was at a restaurant, and I noticed up on the TV the NBA had canceled their season. That's when, to me, it's, I said, okay, this is, this is happening. This is real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, and so, so then, what do you do? So we we pivoted. Uh, we pivoted very quickly. We have our own in-house technology that we develop. We immediately changed our priorities to work on things that were more amenable to virtual appointments. We changed our marketing strategy. We reached out to our marketing partners and and just kind of switched. Hey guys, we're we're talking virtual appointments, virtual, virtual, virtual. That's our message now. Uh, for the foreseeable future, then we changed where we were spending on those those omni-channel marketing or those omni-channel marketing mix. We we changed channels uh, away from Google to social media because now people were home and spending more much more time on Facebook than doing searches on Google. So we had we had a couple slow months. I think the first month we're down 25%. The next month 37%. But then the next month, which I think was May, we were pretty much at normal. And then we've had a series of record months since then. And I'd like to take full credit for that, Linda, but I know that it's really a lot of good companies in the home improvement, home decor, home design world have have done really well because those consumers now, they they couldn't go on a vacation. They're staring at their ugly window treatments, their Winnie the Pooh sheets and saying, okay, it's time. I got to do something different. Uh, So we've you know, it was a kind of combination of all those things. A good company uh, got you covered, the right time, the right place, the right products, the right industry, and we all put it together. And I'm just getting numbers in through from last month, and they're strong as well. So uh, I've been talking to people recently about now that we have some perspective. We, we hope we're on the tail end of this uh, thing, and mm-hmm. 
And uh, we have started to joke with people about, gosh, remember when this first started? I, I remember I, I said to myself, man, I don't want to do 2008 all over again. That, that was horrible. I, I thought I'd never mm-hmm. have to go there. So my fear, my anxiety was a lot higher then. So fast forward six months to see that not only we survived, but we've thrived. That feels mm. so good. I can't tell you how good that feels mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. To, to realize yeah. that we can we can do well in this environment because we're home-based and we're home services mm-hmm. related. So, yeah, that's my long mm-hmm. answer, medium answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that that's, that is great because, you know, so much of this is – and you talk about how important it is not only to survive but to thrive, especially when you see – the doors of businesses closing. Um, yeah, you know, the restaurant yeah. business was hit really hard. The hospitality industry was hit really hard. Do you mm-hmm. also think, Paul, that uh, selecting good franchisees has been um, been one of the strong points for Gotcha Cover? I think it's absolutely critical. Um, th- there was a time before all this where it was a little bit more of a, hey, if you can fog a mirror and, and your check clears, mm-hmm. I mean, we weren't that bad. I, I don't want to assume, uh, insinuate that. But but we have realized that it is the quality, the caliber of the people in our system that makes the difference. Now, we our intention is to grow responsibly. We could have opened up the floodgates long ago. We could do that at any point and, and lower the standard uh, of of franchise owner in our system, but we're not willing to do that because we have something special here and that online reputation is an indication of that. And we don't want to ruin that. We want to maintain that 4.9 as we have for years now. This is not an accidental sort of a thing. This is intentional coming from the caliber of the people in our system. So when we get someone into the process, it's less about selling them. It's more about educating them. And it's more about identifying about shared values. And for our candidates to understand for themselves or realize, hey, I appreciate the values of Gotcha Covered. They match my values. We're not cookie cutter. We're not all the same. It's not about that. But it's, hey, if I can share those values, if I can bring a dedication to customers to got you covered and bring my work ethic and my ability to create relationships. If I can do that, I'm going to be successful here and I want to be a part of that. So it's not a, there's never a hard sell. It's, it's more, more the opposite of, Hey, this may not be a good fit. We say that a lot more mm-hmm. often than we say, Hey, uh, we'd like to invite you into our family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. So um, folks, if you're listening out there, just understand that, the vetting, and I can't say this enough, the vetting is on both sides. Mm-hmm. So franchises are awarded, and when you, as a, as a prospective franchisee, if you're out there looking and you see that one company is, one brand is going a little slower, that may be their plan. That may be their plan to have more strategic growth. And that's a good thing, folks, because you don't want to be involved with a franchise or a brand that all of a sudden pops up 100 locations in a year because there's no way that they could support that much growth in a short period of time. So, Paul, for you to say that that y'all plan on unfolding at um, a rate that it, it it makes sense. It just makes sense to me. 
It, it does, and I thank you for sort of reiterating that. That's 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 a savvy point for anybody listening. You know, the, don't don't go with the hot, I mean, go with the hot one if you want to, but just understand that you know that you can't build that support. And if they're sort of inviting everybody in, eventually you're going to have to pay the piper for that. So mm-hmm. um, thank you for mm-hmm. thank you for reinforcing that. Absolutely, Paul. One more time. How would someone get more information about Gotcha Covered? Yeah, you bet. So go to gotchacoveredfranchising.com, check it out, watch the videos, um, fill out the form if you're interested in learning more, and we'll be happy to engage with you and take you down the road and tell you more about Gotcha Covered. Sounds great. Paul, thanks so much for being on the show today. I really enjoyed it. Oh, my pleasure, Linda. Great talking to you, and um, best of luck to all of your listeners in in finding the the situation that's right for them. Thank you so much again. You are welcome. So, you know, folks, we talked about, um, you know, having how Gotcha Covered will do the training, you know, how Gotcha Covered takes care of you, even though you don't have that history. That's important. It's very important to do that. So that leads me to my quote. You know, I always leave you with a quote. And this is um, by an unknown author. There are rules to luck. Not everything is left to chance. Luck can be helped by skill. So you may be lucky to be able to find gotcha cover. You may be lucky that they actually select you, but they're going to help you with that skill. And that's a great partnership. Folks, thanks so much for joining me on All Things Franchising today. We'll see you next time. Another great episode of All Things Franchising is now in the books. You can listen to past shows by following All Things Franchising on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for joining us today. And be sure not to miss us next time when we bring you a brand new episode of All Things Franchising.